Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. Richard was ready to get his publication out and into the hands of readers. The problem, of course, was that he didn't have a pre-established fan base. He needed a way to pique the potential reader's curiosity and draw them in. Already included in his work were the now-customary weather predictions, astrological snippets, and math puzzles. Additionally, there were serialized stories ending in cliffhangers to bring people back year after year and find out what happened to their favorite characters. Still, that wasn't going to be enough to bring in lots of readers fast. Another man, Titan, was an astrologer who also ran a similar publication. His had been printed and sold to the public for nearly 50 years. This was Richard's direct competition. Richard considered how he could incorporate a direct link between his publication and Titan's. Surely, that would help promote his own work, he thought. Finally, the light bulb went off over his head. He remembered how the author and satirist Jonathan Swift, writing under the alias Isaac Bickerstaff, penned an irresistible April Fool's joke on his own contemporary, the astrologer John Partridge. Inspired by the author, Richard penned a short blurb about Titan, compiled his work, printed the first edition, and announced its release in the Pennsylvania Gazette. Copies of Richard's booklet went flying off the shelf. One fell into the hands of Titan himself. He perused his new, inexperienced competitor's compilation of musings, comparing and contrasting them to his own publication. Scanning the pages, his eyes stopped after reading the short excerpt about himself. His eyes widened. How could he? The audacity! The nerve of the man! Richard was predicting the day Titan would die. He claimed it would happen the following year, on October 17th, at 3.29pm, right when the Sun and the planet Mercury aligned. Titan considered how he would respond to this falsehood. Sure, it would be easy enough to call Richard out as a liar and a charlatan, but what good would that honestly do? Richard wouldn't care, and neither would his readers. They wanted to see if the prediction would come true. Titan decided that if he couldn't beat him, he'd join him. His latest issue wasn't published yet, so he included his rejoinder to Richard's prognostic claim. Soon enough, Everyone who bought a copy, including Richard, was reading his comeback. He announced that Richard was just a tad off on the date of his demise. The real date of his death would be October 26th. Now everyone was hooked. Who would be right? Only time would tell. Richard laughed. He released a statement to the public, asking them to back his prophecy over Titans, proposing that their support would be effectively demonstrated by purchasing his little pamphlet. His goofy prank was proving to be much more successful than he anticipated. Both days in October came and passed, and by the end of the year, Titan was still very much alive. Both he and Richard owed their readers an explanation. Titan beat Richard to the punch, and in his newest issue, decided he wasn't above calling his rival names, declaring that Richard was a false predictor, an ignorant, a conceited scribbler, and a liar. When Richard read his accusations, he knew exactly how to respond. 
In his second booklet, he printed an obituary for Titan and accused the man who claimed to be Titan was, in fact, an imposter. Readers ate the yellow journalism up. They didn't care whether it was real or fake. These men were creating drama, delivering great content. And so, Richard continued to insist that the real Titan was truly dead for the next several years. In the end, it didn't really matter if Titan was actually angered by the joke. The hype not only boosted Richard's sales, but his as well. Titan did, in fact, die in 1738, five years after the whole thing began, and Richard offered his sincerest of thanks to the imposter for finally ending the charade. Titan Leeds' publication, The American Almanac, didn't last a whole lot longer. With the competition now out of the way, the almanac written by poor Richard Saunders became the standard for all almanacs preceding his. Although the man was never actually poor, the name was just another pseudonym, or pen name, used by one of America's most prominent founders, Benjamin Franklin. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.